Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Broadcasting from a secret location high above the earth. Four do-gooders doing their best good to shine a bright light on the most popular and unpopular comic book heroes and villains. So sit down, shut up, strap in, and tune your ears and open your brain for Inside Club Comica! What's up, Super Butts? Welcome to this week's episode of the uh, the Encyclocomica. God damn it! I'm every week. I just get worse and worse. Yeah, every week you, I just fucking ruined it. The beginning every episode. <sighs> is, this, is this my bit of the season? Is where I just fuck up the <laughs> intro every week? Yeah. God, I'm mm-hmm. such an idiot. Oh, idiot! You um, put your head through a wall. And I, we discovered the sign off as well. Uh, yeah, that's right. That, I've been fucking ruining the sign off every week god what's wrong with me does something okay? happen i don't know i might not you get, be you got dad brain now i got dad brain all i can dad think about brain. is all i can think about is diapers his mm-hmm. brain's finally caught up to his body <laughs> oh <laughs> fro what do you think is sexier dad brain or dad bod um i don't know yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> since i have both of them which one would you like me to hit on you with uh, I guess I'd rather have you rub your body on me. It's all right. softer. All right. But dad brain is where all the dad jokes come from. Do you have, like a good dad joke? I have no dad jokes. That's not true. Okay. You are. Ha! Ah, you are a dad joke. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you are a dad joke? Yeah, yeah you know, he's, he's, just, he's just okay. Fro's just a regular comedian this episode. Oh. Hey, I'm here all day. Ew. All Anybody? day. One of those rare day performances of a comedian. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing a marathon. Try the fish. <laughs> Try the fish. It's terrible. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. You know what? I don't like this one. I'm not going with this one. Why? I don't know if I want to fucking... Okay, I'm back. I got it. I got it. Hello? Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, welcome to Encyclocomica, <laughs> the show where we do a deep dive on the super guys and gals. And... um. Uh, chess uh-huh. pieces of some kind, chess pieces that have come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go with um, uh, one half of tag team wrestlers. <laughs> Not the other one. <laughs> Just one of the two. <laughs> I like that. Um, I like that one, Matt. All right. Thank you. That's a good. That one. was good. Thank you. How's everyone been? Good? Bad? Great? Swell. 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 I've been swell. Right. And I've been swollen. Hey, I'm here all day. Woo, woo, woo. God, have you ever seen Superman the movie? I have not. Why is that even a fucking question? There's a whole bit about using the word swell. Really? Yeah. Sounds amazing. Did you hear her inward sigh that she gave you while you were talking about Superman? (sighs) I can't stop it. I can't help myself. (laughs) Is it a a good bit about using the word swell? Yeah, it's very good. You can't ask him. He's biased. It's also true. <laughs> I'll YouTube it. Um, yeah. So this is episode four of the season two of Encyclocomica, or as Fro calls it, what is it? Trade Paperback Volume Trade, Two. Trade Paperback Volume Two, and yeah, next re- season will become hardcover. And yeah. then after that, what? An omnibus? Yes. Uh-huh. And then the show ends because there's no other sort of publication that you can put out. Oh, oh box I, set, I suppose. Actually, oh yeah, box set. But eventually, Absolute it could be the Encyclocomica. Oh. <gasps> yeah, 
in Psychocomica Britannica. Uh, that's right. I think I'm so meta. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there someday. Cat, <laughs> uh, what are we talking yep. about this week? So this week, uh, I'm going to be talking to myself for a half an hour about <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ambelina from. Um, I'll be want. I'll want to interact with you way more than I did with Matt during uh, Better Matt during the Superman one. All right, Thanks. cool. I also am very <laughs> interested in this. When I was in the Coheed and Cambria, I um, I knew about nice, the dude. comic, Good but I never sleeper. read it. Right. It's a it's it's a daunting task. I will not lie. Um, it's worth it. The story is really cool, but there's so many volumes. Um, really? Yeah. So each for people that aren't into Coheed and Cambria, um, they're a concept band, and Coheed and Cambria are characters in this universe that they've created. Um, so each album has its own story arc and each album also has a corresponding comic right um so think of how many albums they have that's how many volumes of the comic there are okay so they're still putting it out yeah um and they released a new album last year um that is a whole new story that takes place in the same universe, but it's a whole new story. So did it end? Uh, the Amory Wars that are about Coheed and Cambria, that story is over. Okay. But there's a new story that takes place in the future in that same universe. All right. So okay. they're on a, they're on a whole right. new thing now. Um, so are they going to change the name of the band? No. <laughs> All right, I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> um so they are you guys familiar with the Coheed and Cambria symbol? It's yes. that triangle that has the three circles on either on each point. Yep. Um so that symbol is called the keywork. Um and the keywork is their the planetary system that their story takes place in. Okay. Um, so there are uh, different, there are 12 like star systems within that keywork, and there are prizes who are angels um, that watch over the keywork. And then there are mages who are kind of like uh, Sith, Essentially, um, cats is going yeah. insane. Already. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not, not not like a, a dig <laughs> on you, but like I, I guess I'm not surprised. Is, 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 is does Claudio write all this? Claudio writes it. Yeah. So the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria, Claudio Sanchez, created all these characters. He's the main writer for all the comics. Um, his wife Chandra Eckhart eventually came in as a writer as well. Um, it's very like star wars inspired like he's pretty open about that um but uh so the reason i get into what the universe is and the different races is because my character today ambelina is a prize um yeah and she is. <laughs> she looks like yeah she's she's hot um yeah. but so she 
there's one main villain called Wilhelm Ryan. He is like, he declares himself ruler of all of the mages. Um, he's basically the Emperor Palpatine of this universe. Okay. Um, so there is a child that's supposed to be born that will be strong enough to kill him and take him out and restore balance to the, the force. Yeah, basically. Um, and that character is Claudio. Um, so he, he, he named it after he, himself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Claudio. Kil- really yeah. Claudio Kilgannon is the character's name. Um, so they, the prize burn off Ambelina's wings so that she can't like be a part of their, uh, like plane anymore. Yeah. Their aura. So she has to, they burn off her wings and send her to earth to help Claudio to protect him and help him in his journey to kill Wilhelm Ryan. So she's literally his guardian angel. Okay. Does Claudio in the comic book look anything like Claudio in real life? No, he's got like short, spiky hair, and okay. he's like a like a lean guy. Versus um, that fat tub of shit in the band <laughs> <laughs> with that giant mass of curls. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't look anything like him. Um. So the reason I think that she's worth knowing is because she's really essential to the main hero's journey um, in this story. And knowing about the world of the comics makes the music even better. I think like you get a lot of context for some of the stuff and like the lyrics don't sound as crazy when you know what the story is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just knowing about the character and knowing about the world's, makes it even better and like enriches your experience. I've just been reading a bunch of the Coheed lyrics uh, Mm -hmm. recently and I, uh, I knew it was a concept. They're all concept albums, but I didn't realize Mm -hmm. like that every single track would have been. Yeah. Maybe they threw in some, you know, random something, but they only have one album. That's not a concept album. Oh, really? Yeah. Which one is that? That one, um, uh, I don't remember the name of it. It came out in 2015. Um, I'll look it up. 2015? It's not the... Uh, the Color Before the Sun? Yeah, The Color Before the Sun is the only non-concept album. Weird. That's weird. First non-conceptual album the band has released, making it mm-hmm. the only Coheed and Cambria album not to be part of the Amory Wars storyline. Huh. Yes. Huh. 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 Um, huh. So, Ambelina, in the world of the music, um, exists, it was created in 2002 on the album Second Stage Turbine Blade, but the comic for Second Stage Turbine Blade didn't come out until 2005. So, there's two first appearances for her, I guess. Um, she is a hey yeah sorry (laughs) i'm looking at my notes um so she goes to she's sent to earth to find claudio but in the events of second stage turbine blade he like runs away from home and has gone missing um so she has to track him down 
And he has a girlfriend named Nuo that Ambelina goes to to try to figure out where Claudio could have gone. Um, and the interesting thing about the character of Ambelina, so just a backstory of how she was created. Um, the lead singer, Claudio of Coheed and Cambria, his wife is the inspiration for three of the characters in the story. So she's the inspiration for Ambelina, for Nuo, and for Erica Court. Um, Nuo Ikin? Yep. So the story of Coheed and Cambria, there's two. It ta- there's the fiction and the real. Um, the fiction is what takes place in the comics. That's the story. The, co- the Amory Wars is the fiction. And then there's the real, which is kind of a meta the writer of the comics, his life, and you see him like writing the comics and interacting with the comic characters. Wait, that happens in the book? In the book, yeah. So in... uh, God, that's so fucking confusing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it gets wild. Um, That's why the story is cool if you follow it, Um, but like it's... It's a lot to undertake. Like, it's an investment. Um, so, like, the songs, The Willing Well, the one, two, and three at the end of Good Apollo, those are all the writer interacting with his characters. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my best. I know, I know. Um, but so... Uh, so Erica exists in the real and Nuo and Ambelina exist in the fiction. And Erica has cheated on Claudio in the <gasps> real. Yeah. So Ambelina is the um like uh like held up version of erica like she's the she's an angel she's perfect nothing's wrong with her um nuo is how the character was when the first two met she's like a naive kind of girl and then erica is how his wife really was and they had some like real life tensions in their relationship and marriage so like she rep this character represents three different sides of his wife essentially for like real world context Jesus um, Christ, Claudio Sanchez, could you make a more confusing thing in the world? I know. <laughs> um, so Ambelina eventually does find Claudio, and she has to take him to his uncle, who is Jesse the prize fighter, Inferno. Jesse if the you've- body. <laughs> Venture. Oh, did someone say the body? <laughs> <laughs> On the compound. I um, love saying compound. So like that song in Keeping Secrets uh, that song is from the point of view of Jesse and Wilhelm Ryan, like their two armies battling each other. Um, so Ambelina has to take Claudio to his uncle to join that battle. Um, and on their journey there, they cross paths with this guy called Al the Killer. Um, the Camper Valorium? <laughs> yep, the Camper Valorium. So those three songs are about them being on his uh, ship. And Ambelina discovers that he's a serial killer and is like, guys, this guy's fucking bad news. We got to get off this ship. Um, Murdering women that he, like, remind him of his ex-girlfriend, right? Yep, that look exactly like his ex-girlfriend. Uh, 
does one of these three look like the ex-girlfriend? No, his ex-girlfriend is white with dark hair. Not a blue angel with no, no not wings. a blue angel with no wings and blonde okay. hair. Just double checking. Yeah. Um, but because they've like discovered him, he tries to attack him, but they escape his ship and they get to his uncle's ship, the Grail Arbor. Um and in the real Claudio um is like having a mental breakdown about Erica cheating on him and he's told <laughs> By a demon bike named Ten Speed, <laughs> <laughs> that it's wild, but I promise it's worth it. Um, that he has to go into the story and kill Ambelina to like oh, get over man. Erica. So the writer goes into the story, um, and those are what the Willing Well one, two, and three are about. Um, and he kills Ambelina. Um, Which and, song and is that? That is Willing Well 1. Willing the no one runs faster than you can. That's okay. him like chasing her. Um, and I think Ambelina's big song is The Crowing. Yeah. Um, Ambelina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's her big song. Um, basically talking about her story, about how they burned her wings and made her watch over Claudio. And she's like, you know, I'm not, I wasn't built to love. That's not in my make. But if I could, I would have loved you. Like, so it's like they're they're bonded, and like she loved Bro him. But to me, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I've said to you. <laughs> I wasn't built to love, man. No, it's not in my work. Wish I could quit you. <laughs> yes uh dear claudio i know not much of love it's not in my make but if i could have i would have loved you and she calls him her favorite um so like in keeping secrets when there there's that breakdown it's like the navigator the pilot her favorite that's referring to claudio um jesus christ so is yeah. there any hope of like uh just me like watching a movie about this <laughs> so uh the albums. so mark Wahlberg has the rights to the amory wars uh, I, I heard about that i, I did think. hear about that why does he the big uh, fan i guess so and he wanted to be coheed um they were gonna do a movie adaptation of it and he did a q a last year like an ama thing and someone asked him they're like so what's happening with the amory wars and he's like oh yeah the amory wars uh, that's, wars, the, that's still happening and people were like armory wars that's it he's off the project fucking rips dude uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fucking sick i'm gonna have my fucking brother donnie he's gonna play <laughs> fucking al the killer and fucking <laughs> i'm gonna do i'm gonna do the voice for 10 speed the demon bike so uh, despite <laughs> having lived here i assume your whole life <laughs> yeah i know that's an accent that was not a boston accent poor. anymore <laughs> it, it it devolved into something much different it's evolved into a common uh, voice we use to make fun of people like, this fucking guy sucks. Yeah, this fucking dog sucks. That's what it turned into. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking dog. This fucking thing sucks. This fucking kid this sucks. Fucking kid. Um, um, that, so the Amory Wars, if that ended up becoming a movie. movie Amory Wars. The Amory Wars. I can yeah. only picture it being like one of these like teen romance style movies, like a Maze Runner type of like Hunger Games 
like three part movie. Yeah, I think they're actually in talks now to have it be a cartoon on Amazon, which I think it needs to be a cartoon and not live action. Because it's too fantastical? Because it's too fantastical, there's just like, there's too much going on. Like, this is what 10 speed looks like. Yeah. Ha ha ha, I'm a fucking bicycle. Yeah. Uh, So I feel like that's better animated than if you tried to CGI a demon bike. Because um, yeah, otherwise it would end up like that Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets movie, which yes. is fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked great. Oh, it's so bad, though. Visually, it <laughs> looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, so they're in talks to maybe make it a cartoon, which I would be down for. Um, there's uh, When you read it, uh, they use a lot of the lyrics as the dialogue, which makes sense. Um so it can be kind of tough to read sometimes too because when it's just like very it, dialogue heavy. When you read it, are you singing? Do you like sing along? And- I there are some you times do. where I <laughs> hear it. I'll hear it in my voice as the song. Or, or I hear it in my head as the song, and not just like reading it as regular words. Um, you do that and, like goofy high pitch voice that he has. Yeah, because all their songs are from characters' point of view, so that's why his voice sounds different sometimes. Like, sometimes it's higher pitch, sometimes it's lower. Oh, no um, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, and, like, the comics have helped me clarify some lyrics sometimes, too, where, like, um, there's one song where he says, Maria, my star. Um, Maria, my star. Yeah. yeah. So that's about their two twins, Maria and Matthew. And so it's Maria, my star, Matthew, good night. And I was like, oh, that's what he's saying. Matthew so, tonight. yeah. So Bye. sometimes, like, reading it <laughs> clarifies some of the lyrics for me. Um, but I think just having an, a visual of the world and a full understanding of what the story is really enriches the musical experience. Yeah, I get that. The, um, the, so, this, this, I liked the first two three albums of uh mm-hmm. coheed stuff not that i didn't like anything else i just fell off of it um but man what would have really got me to be a super super big coheed and camaria fan is if they just had if because i love a gimmick right i love a good yep. gimmick i love high concept stuff i love this type of stuff the only thing that was missing for me as far as this was concerned is the visual aspect of it mm-hmm. outside of the comic book i mean like the performative visual right um because I love Guar, I love Ghost. Um, I mean, these are all high concept uh, bands. I love, I love ICP. I don't love Mudvayne. I think I don't. I don't think that that game looks stupid. <laughs> it makes no sense. I, I don't even know what it is. Gerg, um, dude. I don't care a <laughs> fuck about Gerg. <laughs> um, but I, I I wonder why they were just like um, because you can listen to Coheed and not even know about the Amory Wars or any right. Of, anything, right? Right. So I wonder why they they chose not to. <laughs> be theatrical in their live performance yeah that is a good question because it seems like he's put so much thought and effort into so much about the story and the band and all the albums that they do and the songs they write but then it came to the idea of like theatrical performance and it was just like no we'll just be a band yeah like it seems like to at their shows for all of the images that play in the background, just have those be images from the comics. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a better tie in. Yeah. Than any of this. Well, even the music videos, not, it's not. Yeah. The music I could videos be missing don't. stuff. 
the music videos are just straight up music videos. It doesn't matter what's happening in the video. It doesn't it doesn't match up with the song. Like yeah, like the zombie one from uh, that their um, what, Blood, Blood Red Summer. Blood Red Summer. Yeah. Yes. So for their new story, the the Vaxus story, their music videos do match up with the story. So I think they learned their lesson kind of there. But so um, far into the fucking career. I know. I know. I would probably have read this book by now. Uh, like if it was a thing, like them showing it visually as well, then. Yeah. Because, like, I used to fucking love... Like, I still really, like Matt said, like, the first three albums are fucking solid as hell. I, yeah, I love, love those albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been... I just actually... I think you may have inspired me when you said you were going to do Amvelina to, like, listen past those three. And they're still actually not bad. It's still Coheed, but it doesn't have that same, like... It doesn't have that, like, catch to me. Yeah, the No World for Tomorrow, which ends Claudio's... Amory War story is fine. There's like a couple good ones on there. They haven't reached that point in the comics yet, so even they're like, eh, we'll get there. Um, Color Before the Sun is pretty good. And then I am obsessed with the new Vax's album. It's so good. Mm. Um, their Afterman album, so those are the prequel to the Amory Wars that explains like who how they started, what the key work is, that kind of stuff. Um, those are hit or miss. The first one is pretty good. The second one is like full on butt rock and I never, I just don't <laughs> acknowledge it. I pretend it doesn't exist. Hold on. What is, what is full on butt rock? I need, this is, give me, <laughs> so, give me another example that I might understand. If sure. I go crazy. Yeah. So butt rock is like three doors down, Nickelback, uh, Lifehouse, that kind of stuff. Superman. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Lifehouse. <laughs> I saw Lifehouse live once. Wow. I did too. Did you see them open for Everclear? No, I saw them oh. at a, uh, the WBCN River Rave. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, so I just pretend that album doesn't exist. <laughs> the key work is made up of souls of people that have passed. So the Afterman 1 and 2 is about Sirius Amory, who the Amory Wars are named after, going into the key work and encountering all these souls. So each song is a different soul. So they're pretty sweet. It's mm. cool. It's a cool story. Um, God, it's so big. Yeah. So big it's of so a thing big. to do a fucking concept album. Yeah, it's definitely an investment to learn about this world but i personally think it's worth it it's super interesting and just knowing where his influences come from also being like a star wars fan and a horror fan like it's cool to see elements of those worlds hmm. no shit like i said i i i've always wanted to get into this um mm-hmm. because i was a fan i just never did and now now i feel like i'm too far behind <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did it like over one year. I just like fully dove in. You think it was worth it? it? I think it was worth it. Yeah. Um, Like I said, it elevates the music when I listen to it. I think Ambelina is a much more important character in the story than you realize just from listening to the music. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like pretty badass too. So I think it's worth it. The world is cool. I've never physically seen a book. They, so they were out of print for a long time. They came out in like the early 2000s and then 
they used to be part of Dark Horse and then Dark Horse was like, we're canceling this series. Um, so then Claudio started his own publishing house called Evil Inc. So when they did that, they started doing, name. yeah, they started doing, um, a few different comics of their own and then they brought back the Amory Wars and started doing one-off issues of them again. And when they started Evil Inc., they re, printed and reissued the book so now you can get them right um but for like 10 years you couldn't yeah that's the thing is like i worked in a comic book shop and i never fucking saw one ever not you a, worked in a shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut up uh i've never seen a physical even like copy of a trade paperback or anything so that's like another reason why i've never hopped hopped on it because like you said they're not like in print yeah it wasn't that's why i spent like a year last year doing it because they finally reissued everything last year um, ahead of their new album. So they should have, they should have had a fucking deal with the record company to like, we need to consistently put out these comics as well. Like it has to happen. <laughs> yeah. They don't even sell them at the shows, which I don't understand. Like, right. Yeah. I feel like he just would rather not play music live and just kind of do his thing. And having to do live shows is just what pays the bills. <laughs> Probably. They and he goes to comic New York Comic Con every year, and they have their own booth. Huh? <laughs> not this year. Oh, well, yeah, not this year. But oh, shit. Yeah. Huh? I'm glad I know about this now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a huge world. The lore is very heavy, but well, that's what this show's for, baby. Yeah, yeah. baby. Uh, I, I like how I'm, I'm looking at the. The uh, fandom wiki for Coheed and Cambria, the Amory Wars, mm-hmm. and I love that the the top comment. Well, first top comment is ten ten Woodbang, um, <laughs> referring to Amblina, but then it's the next one is very confusing. <laughs> they have just like it's they don't know what the fuck is going on in the book anymore. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's layered. Um, I do want to. I, re- I do. I do want to read it. I think I only like described maybe a quarter of what's going on at a very high level so that I could give her some context. But No, I mean that's it's more than what <laughs> I could pick up from songs though. <laughs> yeah. Especially not know, being able to uh, be a person that can like pick up on lyrics. Yeah, Fro's not a lyrics guy. No. Definitely is not. Yeah, I can't like formulate what it all means, so I'm surprised you can have a conversation. <laughs> what does it huh? all mean? Ah. Yeah, so. Uh, it, all right. It's actually nice to hear that because it, it inspired me to want to look into it more. Yeah, yeah like this is the panel when she gets her wings burned off. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Sick the art is, did. Yeah, the art is really cool. So, uh, apparently, uh, Aaron Cooter did a lot of art for Amory Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he did a run of Superman for a while. The That page there on my wall is one of his oh cool you can see it cat can see it right there i can see it yeah, yeah. she has the exact same view as us <laughs> yeah uh i have a page from aaron kudra he's a great artist i didn't know he did anything on amory wars um, but his superman run was awesome yeah they've got some really great artists on this um there's also go back to my notes Mm-mm. Should we do uh, fantasy bookings? Do it. So, there's looking at this character. She's got the like 
the wings, but they're often flame. You said they got burned off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so visually, it reminds me in the 90s, Supergirl wasn't Superman's cousin. Um, the guy who's writing at the time, um, gosh, I just had a brain fart. He also apparently co-wrote some of these comics with, uh, with the Coheed guy. Um, he was writing Supergirl and she was an earthborn angel and she had wings of flame. Cool. Um, so that would be, I guess my fantasy booking. Huh? My fantasy booking is I would, I would put her with wings and I team her up with, uh, Valkyrie and Angela. And it would just be these, Sky flying ladies, just fucking people up. Fuck, <laughs> sky flying, fucking them up. Yeah, that would be sky flying ladies. That's a cool name. Yep, sky flying ladies. The sky flying ladies. How about you, Fro? Um, I'm picturing her in the preacher universe for some reason. Peter um, David, that was the writer I was looking for. <laughs> I just see her, like, because it's it has the uh, preacher feel to me as far as like an angel falling to earth in some sort of mm-hmm. manner. Uh, so just her kind of being in that preacher posse with, you know, Cassidy and um, um, blanking on the girl's name right now. Tulip. Um, Tulip, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of see her being there and obviously she has, let's just say if you kind of put it into that, you know, the r- religious realm and she understands the concept of preacher and this God or of sorts. It's just like, yeah. she understands like, God, you're... I understand what you're going for, but you're kind of a fuck up. Yeah. So I, it would be cool to see her there. Um, I also think she'd be cool in like the Hellblazer series, mm-hmm. or um, maybe team her up with Alana, and they can just kick everybody's ass. Alana from Saga. Right. I still got to read yeah. that. You really do. I know. Yeah, you do. I know. They're swearing in it, Matt. Ooh, I love swearing. Poop and yeah. sex. I don't like blue sex. balls, but mm. no green balls. No. Greenusack.com. <laughs> and now that you're a dad to a baby girl, there's that layer there for you. Um, green nutsacks? <laughs> <laughs> no, for Saga. Oh, okay. The, the upbringing of a child. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was, I, I was I lost for a second. Why you, <laughs> I yeah, sorry. Why confused. Yeah. Like, wait, balls and baby girls? <laughs> I was like, I mean, I don't know. Green nutsacks. Oh, you can make those little, like, baby holders. <laughs> but green nut sacks. Yeah, I could. More merch ideas for you. I was going to say, her uh, <laughs> her poops are green. Ew. Yeah, Yummy. It's pretty Still? gross. Still? Well, they yeah, were black. Yeah, they were black. Infants have black poop. At this point, they'd be re- regular That's brown pretty poop. metal. Uh, no, they're pretty... I mean, all she drinks is formula, so, I mean, it's pretty green sometimes. I'll take a picture. I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, throw it in the group chat, please. No problem. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Um, I don't think so. Without getting too in the weeds, I think that's as much as I can give you. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> uh, if you uh, you go to uh, patreon.com slash network, you can support this show as well as uh, many other shows. Roll for Damage, a D&D uh, podcast, which is on the Make Fun Network. You can check that out on all your podcatchers. And also go to makefun.network and become a fun butt or search for the Make Fun Network group on Facebook. Join up and participate in the conversations there. Uh, Kat? You can find me over at Conquest Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and at wasted-minds.com. 
Fro? Yes, sir. I am on the makefun.network, I think it's called. And people can make fun of me on there and <laughs> disagree with most of the things I say. And then sometimes I'll call you out and say that you suck. Um, so that's where you can find me. All right, and Matt. Wow, that was great. Uh, okay. So along with being on the Make Fun with Mr. Fro, uh, you can check out my blog, Superman Focus Blog, thedailymeteor.com. All right. Uh, thanks again, as always. I always say as always. Thanks again for listening to the show and um, eat shit. Bye.